I'm Leah Harris from The Daily Telegraph and in part two of our in-depth interview with William Tyrrell's mum and dad, the pair spoke in harrowing detail of how the past year without their little boy has been for their family. I don't know how we've coped. Um, all it is, all I know is you put, you wake up, you put one foot in front of the other and you you move forward and all of a sudden you find it's almost 12 months down the track whereas for us we relive that moment that day every single day of our lives it's there's never a moment where he's not in our thoughts and there is no choice and this is this is the absolutely awful thing about life is that it goes on the world goes on around you. Your world has just absolutely fallen to pieces and fallen apart. But everybody else is, is the same. The we, you know, so I, I don't know how we cope. It's just, for, for us, it's, you do. And you you move forward. Look, the last year for, for both of us, <clears throat> uh, including um, William's sister, has been incredibly difficult uh, on so many levels um, it's it's hard it, yeah, I, I pinch myself every day and, and think how how are we in this position why are we here how are we here uh, and and the the reminder that we have for the fact that there's a there's a huge gap in our, in our family um, and just trying to cope each day with him not being there it's 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 just it, it's a it's a it's a deep wide gap they say one of their most heartbreaking and painful memories in the past year was the day the searching stopped and they were forced to pack up and leave kendall without their baby boy his car seat devastatingly empty as the family made the long trip back to their sydney home i had um been very stern in my response to people saying I don't want to leave, I, I, I simply don't want to go and I was prepared to stay out there um, indefinitely uh, to continue to you know, search or continue to um, you know support any any ongoing searches or on, ongoing part of the investigation um, in the end that the, it was the police that uh, almost forced us to leave uh, and um, we eventually then had to pack up the car with um, everything that we'd come up with including all of his toys um, and to go home in the car where there's two car seats and one of them being empty that's an awful feeling And all the way home, just the reminder of who I felt so guilty about leaving. Uh, where was he? Were they going to find him? His dad described how William and his sister used to greet him excitedly every day when he would come home from work something he has desperately missed every single day in the 12 months since he last saw his little boy. 
there's a bit of a game there. Um, so any time I'd, I'd um, come home, normally my wife would have a, a bit, a bit of an idea as to how far away I was, and you know, be texting backwards and forwards, and they uh, had somehow, you know, always uh, managed to be sitting on the, the front bench at the front of the house, uh, looking out, waiting for me. Um, and in most cases, uh, William would be sitting on my wife's lap, um, you know, looking for me, keeping his eyes out and his his excitement. You know, he he would he would always wait out the front with um, with his sister. And um, well, as soon as I drove in the driveway, they would be just leaping, running, jumping, uh, both excited to to see me and and and, and vice versa. And that was just uh, just. That was the, the highlight of my day every day, really, and I, I'm sure the highlight of theirs too. You know, I need to come home and, and hugs and cuddles and kisses and um, go inside and start to do the routine of you know, bath time and dinner and all those sorts of things. And that's that's stopped. That's, that's you know, we still do that with with your sister, but it's certainly not the same. It certainly doesn't have the same impact. When asked what they would say to William's abductors, as well as anyone withholding information about his abduction, his mum delivered a heartbreaking response. Why did you take him? What makes you think it's okay to take a child? What makes you think this is a little boy who wasn't loved? What makes you think... It's all right to steal a child. What makes it okay for you to not give him back? What makes it okay for you to submit a three and a half year old boy to this? In all, how how can somebody think this way? How can the person who did it think that it's okay to do it. How can this person's friends, family, associates look this person in the eye every single day knowing or suspecting that they abducted a three and a half year old defenseless innocent child? At what level is that humanity? It's not. You need to bring William, back. Give him back to us. He is not yours to keep. He deserves to live the rest of his life in a family who loves him and will do absolutely anything they can to get him back. He is not yours to keep. He was not yours to take. He comes back and he has to come back home. You can't keep this. You can't keep this secret. It is not right to take children. It's not a piece of rubbish on a road. He's a boy. And he is a boy who has a family and they desperately miss him. William is not her only child. He's got a sister. He's got cousins. There are people who love him. He has friends. He is a boy. He's three and a half years old when he's taken. He's now four. Who knows what people have done to him? 
bring him back. And for those people who know or suspect what happened to him, you're as bad as the person who took him. How dare you? How dare you not return William? How dare you keep quiet on this? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely angry, like my wife is, and you heard before. There's, there's no depth to this in regards to anger and sheer frustration and torment that this has had on all of us. And, and it's like the ripple, the pebble in the pond, the ripples that go out from the centre of this are simply enormous. And if this person thinks that this is right and, and this is okay to do, then they're completely disturbed and this is not acceptable in a little country town like Kendall or anywhere in New South Wales or anywhere in Australia for this matter. It's an unacceptable situation to have occurred. And I, I echo what my wife said. If you think that this is right or if someone knows, someone else knows something about this in any way, shape or form, then you're just as guilty. And time will catch up with this person. Time will catch up. And their dues will be, will, will be paid. And I just think that this is the disturbing thing that um, has happened. I have huge amounts of anger and sorrow, and and the impact that this had had on us is just overwhelmingly sad, especially for his sister. And they will, and all of us will have to live with this for the rest of their lives and ours. And that's just simply not fair nor acceptable. The one ray of hope for both of them is Detective Inspector Gary Jubelin and his dedicated team tasked with finding out what happened to their little boy. The man they believe will bring their boy home and bring his abductor to justice. Gary is... He is just a... um, Unstoppable. He's a he's a he's a completely dedicated and and um, he's like a little like a little bull terrier. He's not going to let go of that little that bone. He's not. He's just going to follow. He's going to track down every lead. And you know, it may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. It may not be next month. But I tell you what, Gary's going to catch this person. And when they do, I tell you what, it's the outcome of this in every every way, shape, or form is going to highlight uh, the fact that you know anything is anything is able to be done um, and yeah it might not happen today it may happen next year but he's going he's going to do it he's he's going he's going to uh, achieve an outcome for us I, I truly believe that absolutely in the meantime william's family will mark the 1 year anniversary of the last time they saw their little boy this saturday with a private family gathering a day they hoped would never come the anniversary um, brings a huge amount of mixed emotions again as to where we're now 12 months out. Um, we don't have uh, an outcome. We don't know whether he's whereabouts or any, anything. It, it, it's 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 quite um, 
it's scary to think that we we don't have um you know anything to support either way i mean you know the police still believe that he's alive and i i hold on to that because where there's a chance there is still a chance and i I, again, I'm going to be supported by the police and I'll support them, but I, I still think that he's alive and I'm going to hold on to that. And, and I'm one year on, um, you know, um, I cross my fingers. I, 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 I look into... I look into... to the eyes of his sister. And his mother... And just pray for his, for his return. That's all I want. While they both appreciate the love and support that has poured in from all over Australia, from people sympathetic to their grief and determined to help find William, they condemned those out there making false accusations and hurling abuse at their already distraught family. We've, um, we've received lots and lots of really supportive, loving beautiful comments from so many people who we don't know we don't know these people we've never met them before um this absolutely heinous crime has galvanized so many people in so many different ways um you know social media is a funny thing um is in that i think people become really polarized um, and we we see lots of fabulous and amazing things on our um, Where's William official Facebook page. Um, and you know, the really distressing thing is we see so, we see so many awful, awful, awful things that people write. They write absolutely disgraceful things about us. They make really wild accusations against us. They they have impinged on our privacy. They've impinged on William's siblings and extended family's right to privacy. When we talk about things like uh, social media and um, uh, I guess um, you know, media itself, things like Facebook and, and those sorts of things, it does seem so easy for people to quite clearly, you know, point the finger and, 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 and make comments or, or, or make suggestions of things that are simply not true. And they're, 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 it's to, to, to make a judgment call on these sorts of things without knowing all the information and without understanding and appreciate the fact that there's a little boy here who has been abducted. Right? There's, a, there's, a, there's a child that has been taken by someone that thinks it's okay to do that. And I, I, you know, I find this deeply disturbing uh, and that people should just essentially shut up. They should, they should just shut up because they just simply don't know. 
and they've got no idea, and if they can't fathom the impact that that has on other siblings and a, and, and, um, a relationship, a marriage, your work, everything else, then their, their comments have, should have no value, absolutely no value whatsoever. And that's an incredible thing that I, I just wanted to, to share because I think that people should know that it's unfair that they make those sorts of those sorts of comments at all. And I try to I try to put it to one side because they're not important, and I we focus on the really positive messages of love and support that are coming towards us. But it's awful when you end up hearing or reading something that is just so untrue and it's so hurtful. And what really upsets me about this is that there have been people who have taken advantage of our pain and manipulated it. Um, and what what I really don't understand is how people could write things knowing that this information is forever and freely available because if William comes home and as he grows up he has to read this stuff. He has to he has to be subjected to this. I just I would just like to ask those people to stop. You don't need to do it. We are, we 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 have done nothing to William. We've been cleared by the police. There's no point. There's no need to do this. Anyone with information that could help find William Tyrrell is asked to contact Crime Stoppers on 1800 or at crimestoppers.com.au. It's a never-ending the podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the U.S., and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.